You are listening to the Baby You've Got This podcast. My name is Kim Kent. As a health and mindset coach, speaker, and business mentor, my deepest passion and purpose involves empowering and educating women to up-level and transform their mindset so they have the courage, guidance, and belief to achieve their goals and create more success and abundance in their life. You can count on me to be raw, real, and authentically truthful as you listen in today. I love to push beyond the comfort zone and I truly believe that everyone is capable of stepping into their greatness. If you are looking for the tools, the strategies and the inspiration to overcome the things that are holding you back, then you have come to the right place. You can visit my website www.abundanceclub.net to learn about my beautiful online coaching and membership program called Abundance Club. I'm excited to chat with you today as every episode is guaranteed to bring you my fun, crazy, but caring self. Well done for pushing play today. Let's get started. Hey guys, so my name is Kim Kent, for those who don't know me, and I am here ready to chat to the gorgeous Tracy Jewell, who's on the other hello, line. Hello, And like we're doing a joint Zoom chat interview for our podcast. I think it's really exciting. Yeah, we're doing a bit of up self and baby, you've got this all rolled into one. <laughs> yes, yes, I love it. I love it. Uh, and we thought we'd chat today about well, what, mental health, since it's Mental Health Month and we are channeling into Christmas time, which I don't know about you, but I'm actually so genuinely excited for Christmas this year. I think a lot of people are. I think there's a lot of high hopes as well for yeah. Christmas. And again, Jan 1st being a clean slate on the last two years that have been incredibly difficult for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. that's. I think I'm counting down for that. New Year's Eve (laughs) I think I will definitely stay up this year I went to bed at 10 p.m last year first time I've ever fallen asleep before New Year's but I will be celebrating (laughs) well I don't know you you have a baby so I don't know you'll either be awake or you'll be fast asleep because you need the sleep like you are now you know being pregnant for New Year's yeah it was definitely an early night so it might be definitely a glass of champagne this New Year's that's for sure well I'm jealous I'm definitely jealous. <laughs> and it should be a good year next year because it's 222 in the year. So that's what I'm manifesting for angel I numbers. Love that. I'm, a, in angel numbers. I'm a big fan on numbers. Yeah. yeah. I see 1111 everywhere. And I got married, you know, on the 20th of Feb 2021 this year. Um, so yeah, I 100, 222 is a big partnership year. Yeah. Hence why we're collaborating on this podcast. I think it's going to be the year of collaborations and community and connection. I like that. That's the three C's. You can brand that right there. <laughs> That's where my brain went. The three C's. Oh, actually, I have to share this. My baby is due in February 22. And the due date is predicted for the 25th, which is the day after my birthday, by the way. But I'm hoping. Oh, well, I'm, it's a girl, so I'm glad that I'm, if I'm sharing a birthday, it's Eve. I feel like it's better with a girl because we can do the same things. Um, but I really would love for her to come on the 22nd of February because how cool is that date? 
Amazing date. I love it. That's very cool. So I'm just putting it out there. All you listeners, please, please, please manifest with me. because that would be awesome Uh, but yeah let's chat so mental health where do we start because it is the biggest topic ever and it's just all-encompassing there's so many different things that affect each part of life especially with our mental health so what do you feel I'm going to ask you a question I just love asking questions what do you feel is going to be the biggest challenge for mental health coming into like towards the end of the year and that we're coming into the silly season as well? Yeah, what I find with my clients in my community, because I love a good DM chat like yourself, Kim, (laughs) that a lot of people's plans and goals for this year and last year have been put on hold or not fulfilled or the wheels have come off or priorities have changed. And when we have a lot of uncertainty in our life or we're not doing the things we wanted to get done, I think we can reach this stage, especially this time of year, where we look at that goal list of what we wanted to accomplish this year and we're nowhere near it, that we start beating ourselves up or getting into stress or overwhelm or panic. Rather than coming from a place of grace and actually instead of using this time chasing our tail, trying to get this to-do list done, I like to use this time to almost wipe the slate clean and let's just start planning for next year rather than trying to chase and chase and chase and get into this frantic survival mode state of doing, right? Oh, wipe the slate clean. I think so many people, let's just do it. It's done. Press the button. Where's the button that we press that erases everything? Oh, I agree. Do you know, I I feel that, when we're in such a state of, you know, fight or flight and that uncertainty and that scarcity that we can't help but have it be put upon us from a, you know, from our outside environment with everything that's been going on, it's so much easier for us to go into our victim state. Like it's so much easier. Our brain, well, our brain just wants to survive. That's all our brain. Our mammalian brain is literally get to your deathbed comfortably. (laughs) That's all it does. And I think, especially with my a lot of my clients, and I've noticed it myself, having the victim mentality thoughts come in, I mean that as in, what's going on? I need to make sure I'm just surviving. Am I getting everything done? Is everything okay? And I start, you know, myself and my clients have started worrying about other people and everything to make sure ducks are in a row. And it is this big external, like, it's like this pressure coming down. And we've had almost two years of it. So I... I love the reminder and this is what I really work on myself and reminding people who I chat to is how can we be stepping to the accountability side you know tell the victim side of us just to take a chill pill (laughs) everything's going to be okay and how can we take accountability and I think I love your thoughts on take that um, idea of taking accountability of just wipe it clean start again let's do it yeah and we don't have to wait for a new year to do that either because 100% we need to be accountable to our goals we need to show up I'm a big fan of consistently showing up taking inspired action every day that's what is going to get you to your goals but sometimes in life when we have to pivot or things change work changes money changes and we need to change with it we need to have some grace and some time out and that self-care space first so then we can keep finding the energy to show up, right? We can't 
why do we run ourselves into the ground on empty? We're never going to achieve our goals from a place of scarcity and lack and, yeah. and that lack mentality, right? Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love where this chat is going. And I was like, wait, we're talking about mental health, but we're definitely going into more like empowerment, <laughs> setting up our future uh, and all of that, which I think is really important. And do you know what came to me then is the biggest thing that so many of us struggle with is setting boundaries. Yes, saying no is such a big one, right? Yeah, setting boundaries. I think like what boundaries can we set? between now like as of now going forward I used to struggle so much with people pleasing and showing up for everyone else and you know when people ask to catch up or this event's on or this needs to be done or can I go and do this for someone or cover this shift and I would just say yes because you think you're doing the right thing you think you're doing right by everyone else and then yeah you just feel like you're gonna have a mental breakdown or you hit that point and you, you just feel like I need the bottle of wine. I want to go blow myself up and as in, as in, as in, as in, as in, as in drink and just try and escape everything. And all it does is cause more anxiety and cause more stress. And the only pivoting that we're doing is our head bloody spinning from all the wine. Yeah, exactly. Oh God, and jokes are terrible. No, I love it. But it's so true, right? Like as a, as a mental health professional and, putting my counseling hat on and my life coaching hat on yeah mental health symptoms start like depression and anxiety and stress and and not coping comes from giving all our energy away because when challenges happen in our life if we've got nothing then where do we go from that right like you can't fall off the floor but you're on the floor you're just barely breathing you're barely coping with day-to-day life from that point So for me, rather than beating ourselves up that we haven't done our goals and we haven't done our to-do list and and things are going a little bit awry, that's the time to plan and that's the time to go back to basics, to get back to simple, to do that grassroots stuff. And that starts with 100% saying no and being very, very energetically available for yourself and not energetically available for everyone else. Like it is okay to do that. Yeah. In fact, it's a necessity to do that, right? And it gets, it does get easier. I had this last week. I had a really full. I don't like to use the word busy because I created it. I had a really full week, and I was running an online workshop. I had client calls. I had stuff to do because I had my gender reveal, and I forgot. You know, I had to actually plan that and buy food and all of that stuff. And I remember I had this one break. I had about an hour. Just like I gave myself, you know, working for myself. It's like I gave myself a lunch break. I was like, oh, I've got some white space in the calendar. And my phone rang and it was from one of uh, one of my beautiful friends who I know she was calling to check in to see how I'm going. But you know when you're going to have a phone call and it's going to be half an hour. And yeah. as much as your friend loves you and you love them, you just you just know it's going to be an hour. Not, and I don't want to say energetic draining because I'm sure there definitely are those phone calls. We have those people. But it just was I need this time to just chill. I need this time to surrender and just be still and be with myself. And I didn't answer the phone. I let it ring out. And I felt guilty, but it was so much easier than, say, six months ago 
I just would answer everything and you know this has actually been quite new for me this year setting boundaries like strong boundaries and I can say as much as I had that little bit of guilt with not answering it fuck it felt good once the, <laughs> once the phone stopped ringing I was like it's okay they don't know that I'm on a break they think I'm working maybe who knows but it, it helps matter. like it doesn't it matter, matter if you're working or on a break right yeah yeah saying no and I can't encourage it enough that like, at the end of the day, your world's not going to end if you say no to something that you know you have to be a bit selfish in that moment. And being selfish is good. So many people condemn selfishness, but there's a part of, there's a side of selfishness that you need because you have to put yourself first to be able to give and to be able to do things for other people and get shit done. Yeah, absolutely. And like anything, we can't just give, give, give. Because I used to be like you, Kim, a total people please. I'd be the first to pick up the call, call. You know, I'd always be on my phone and email. And especially when Frankie came along this year and while I was pregnant, it's like this way of operating just is not going to work anymore for me or my family, right? I need to get very, very clear on my energy exchanges and who I want in my life and make those boundaries because you know what we get to decide yeah exactly well this is my brought up something I want to share because I'm sure we'll get to it anyway but I bet you're listening and it's like okay I understand all this but how how do I do this what do I do how do I reduce overwhelm and this is a strategy that I actually teach in with my clients but it's for all areas of life like you know, I do mainly business coaching, business and mindset coaching, but this is applicable for all areas of life. So this is how I reduce my overwhelm is even if we're just thinking about what do I need to get done to finish the year? What's the outcome and how do I want to feel? And then I break it down. Like I do like a mini reverse engineering in my head and, and on paper, I do it on paper. It depends. You can do it really quickly. You can do it in your head or you can do a full on write it down some people are list people some people need visuals and actually break down the time frame and okay so for example by the end of the year I would love this this and this done this is the outcome this is how I want to feel okay what do I need to do in order to achieve that and break it down to weekly even daily so I know that if I ever get overwhelmed or a lot of people a lot of outside things are want things people circumstances are wanting something from me, they're, um, oh, don't you love when your mind goes blank? This baby brain stuff is like, no, I'm, I'm following. I'm following. I like <laughs> I where this like, is going. Yeah. yeah. And I work out, okay, what do I need to do today that's aligned with my outcome? Or you can align with my vision because it's my vision for the end of the year. How do I want my life to look? And if I need to make sure what I do today, is in alignment with that so I don't feel overwhelmed, so I don't feel stressed or frustrated or frazzled or the cortisol kicks in and the adrenaline kicks in and I can't, I, you know, I can't drink the glass of wine to relax right now. I can't. It's not fair, but it's a good thing that I'm not going for the glass of wine. Um, and I just think it's such a smart, a really smart and really simple strategy or, or a tool, you know, to have in the toolkit. That's how I talk. And, yeah, I, you know, we have in our toolkit for life. I think it's all about intentions, right? So 
everything starts with intentions and it's your intentions around what you're available for and what you're not. So every day I just decide that I'm just not available for um, today is a family day, right? So I'm just not available for work emails. I'm not available for work calls. Like today's a family day, that's it. And when it's a work day, then, okay, I'm available for my clients. I'm available to show up for a podcast. So I have intentions every day of what I am available for and what I'm not. And you know what's amazing is when I set those intentions, my friends don't call me on those days. It's like you're sending that yep. ripple effect out and it just life yep. just becomes more simple and easy. It does. I actually have something to add to that because when you first, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have definitely, when I first transitioned into setting the boundaries and setting the intentions, I have had like the family call me on the days I don't want to talk to family. And the way I have to look at it is, and I have a lot of clients who have like, they make a decision, they step forward, but then they, things happen that are out of, they feel are out of alignment. And I was like, no, it's just the universe testing you to make sure you really want it and you're staying strong to it. But then going forward, you know, you've proven to yourself, no, I'm sticking to what I intended. And, and then you're vibrating at that frequency. So you're only attracting in that intention. We got real deep. I love that. I feel like we got real deep. <laughs> Very deep. But I'm, I, I love, love this. I love that we're having this conversation. It's good. I think I think these conversations need to be had more. I feel like there's, there's so much common sense to them, but it's still very to, how do I say this in the most loving way? <laughs> it's still new age. It's not new age because it's been around for ages. It's not spirit like woo-woo stuff. That, but some people could categorize it as that. But it's just becoming more, we're in the age of awareness. That's how I can say it. Yeah. Everyone's becoming more awake and aware of, you know, our energy and what's going on in the world and what's happening for us and how we control our own life. And I just think this com- this should just be general dinner conversation. Like get rid I of small that. talk, replace this with small talk. I mean, sorry, replace small talk with this. But these conversations is what changes the vibration of what is possible for your life as well. And if you're constant, like I like a good balance. So I love my binge and my Netflix and talking about just, you know, general stuff. But I always make time to have these important conversations because I know it's these conversations that make the big shifts in my life. Yeah. And this is what uh, is something that affects people's mental health. As much as you know this, at the end of the day, our mental health or your mental health is down to you. Like your outside world's just a reflection of your inside world. However, we are influ- we can be influenced externally and when we let that happen, it affects our inside world. And yeah. when oh, I've done it again, the baby brain, seriously. <laughs> I'm shocking. I am shocking. Look, I love it. It's a part of me. <laughs> But where was I this going with that? <laughs> this is life. Look, I get baby brain and I still manage to keep my shit together. So, you know, <laughs> things are working out. Um, it's all about intention, right? Intention. I'm following your intention. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, mental health. Yeah, this is what really, that's it. That's where I was going. It's these conversations. So I always encourage people, if you feel imbalanced with your mental health or you don't feel like that your mental health is where you want it to be, 
think about what are the conversations you're having with people? Are they adding life and energy to you? Are they raising your vibration or are they sucking shit out? Are they adding more negativity or getting uh, hitting that subconscious of like, oh, like why, you know, feeding the victim in our brain. So, yeah. well, at least we have these podcasts, right? These podcasts are really good because people can tune in if they don't have anyone in their life. Sorry, I need to... Well, this is, this is the thing. It's, it's what you yeah. surround yourself with and, you know, for the listeners, like this might not be new stuff. You might have heard this before, but every time you hear it, you pick up another aha moment or it embeds deeper to make more changes in your life, right? Yeah. Like you can never hear something um enough like once is not enough you need to hear it several times for it to go to that next level and that's what we're doing and I bet you're listening right now being like oh my god I so needed to hear this today yeah and we love to hear from you we are the universe coming to you through your speakers giving you (laughs) your your message that you need oh I love it Oh, and, you know, all this information, as I was saying, it's not new. There's no such thing as a new idea. There's yeah. no such thing as a new idea. This information has been around for so long and the more we plant it in our heads, the more it becomes to the forefront of our mind and we start thinking differently. So, again, if you want to change your mental health, how are you going to change the way you're thinking? What do you need to feed your brain to get you thinking differently and changing your perspective? And then you can look at your future and, and look going forward and being like, how can I be the master creator of my life rather than life creating me and life being the creator and controlling everything around me, if that makes sense. hundred percent. Like if, and it's not just mental health. If you want anything to shift in your life, we need to shift first and yeah. thoughts become things, right? So the easiest way is to either physically move or mentally change your thinking and then it has a flow-on effect and then I'm like it's a skill it's a skill yeah it's 100% a skill so exactly you're probably listening thinking yeah Kim yeah Tracy I know (laughs) but easier said than done so this is this is so such important information right only two percent of the world's population are self-accountable only 2%. So, if, like, if you're self-accountable, you wouldn't even be needing to listen to these podcasts, really, because <laughs> you've got your shit together. You know exactly what you need to do, right? There's nothing in your way. Everything's in alignment. But the rest of us, we learn this and we know it, but the, we need to implement it because change only comes when we implement. And this is why we need to get accountability. So if we need to get the skills to change, to make change, Go like we have to go get the accountability, whether it's we invest time or invest money or both into something or someone or whatever it might be that we know is going to help facilitate that change for us and support us. Because trying to do everything ourselves is bloody hard. I'm trying not to drop F bombs. I'm such a big fan of coaches, right? Is even as a coach myself, I have my own coaches because having someone to pitch and catch with to see the things that we can't see, that accountability of showing up, which is really easy to say when you're having a good day and really hard when you're having a not so good day, you know, to have that consistency in your life is so, so important. 
it is such a myth, especially as a mum, to think that we can do it all. We can't do it all. We need a tribe and a support team to ensure that we can do it. And a coach is just part of that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the people, you're delusional if you think you can do everything yourself and have happiness and joy and abundance and flow and handle every single challenge because that's not reality. Otherwise, we would all just be by ourselves not having community or connection or, you know, connection is one of the basic human needs. (laughs) We need connection to some degree. Some people need it more than others, but we need that. It's a part of life. It's what makes life flow. So we're delusional to think that we have to do or can do everything ourselves. It's not about that. We just burn ourselves out. Hence, our mental health degrades, you know, our mental health goes down. And I think that's one of the reasons, one of the main reasons in the last few years where mental health kind of been in the last decade, I feel, and maybe that's because I became an adult and became aware, that mental health has been one of the biggest focuses when it comes to to health you know it's I remember being in high school and I suffered massive anxiety I never knew it was anxiety because I thought people with anxiety and depression were equal to like people diagnosed with schizophrenia and bipolar and you know people who went to institutions to get help that's what I thought I didn't know any better um but then I've learned once I became 23 I was like yeah I've been you know having panic attacks and yeah, my, my sister has them. It must run in the family and it's, I've been stressed my whole life so I didn't know any better. But I don't feel like mental health is such a big topic over 10 years ago. Even though people struggled, it wasn't a thing and I feel like now it's such, there's such an awareness around it and we're getting to a state of, okay, but now we need to manage it. Now we need to know where to go going forward so we can handle yeah, and it. And conversation is where it starts because, Having these conversations changes our thoughts. It changes our perception. It makes us conscious rather than subconscious. And we need things to become conscious to be able to change them. And it is easy, as we were talking before, about this overwhelm. Well, I have so much to do and there's so much you want to do. Where do you start so we don't always stay in this overwhelmed state but we're still taking inspired action, right? And that's where that chunking it down becomes so important. Oh, let's talk about this because of that. It's like, okay, how do I chunk it down? One really good thing to do and having our toolbox is quality questions to ask ourselves. So what are some of your go-to quality questions when you're feeling overwhelmed or when you feel like everything's chaotic and whatnot? What do you do? I love, yeah, questions are so powerful, right? So like you, I'm like, okay, so does this, what I need to do, actually take me to my higher vision and higher purpose, right? That's always one of my questions is, is this going to take me to where I want to be? If it isn't, then I bench it. If it is, I find a way to make it work. I also do like the test of, does this really need to be done right now? Like, am I just stressing myself out for no reason at all? Does it really need my attention right now? And then I, I also look at it from like, well, do I need to do it or can I actually delegate this to someone else? Like, do I really, really need to be doing this? Like, I'll give you an example. On the weekend, you know, not feeling so well, you know, it's almost spring and the garden is an absolute mess and it's been on my to-do list for like weeks and weeks. 
And I'm like, but do I really need to do this? No, for a hundred bucks, I can get someone on Airtasker to do it and it's done. So why don't we sometimes take the shortcuts, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, shortcuts. The thing is, we can't be afraid to spend money on things that are going to give us more time and happiness. Yes, exactly. <laughs> What's the cost? What's the cost of it's going to cost you cost more? more than, yeah. yeah, like yeah. there's a bigger cost than that than the $100, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Honestly, I'm in this space with my husband about like I we have a small house at the moment, so we don't need a cleaner. And look, I'm I always encourage my clients, where can we make more time for you? What can you delegate and whatnot? What's gonna help you have peace of mind and more space in your head to be able to handle what you're doing and what you're creating? And then I'm like to Daniel, my husband, I was like, when the baby comes, we're getting a cleaner. He's like, no, no, no we'll be fine I'm like babe this is like I'm this is not us having a discussion I'm just letting you know (laughs) what's gonna happen because we're gonna need it because it's one less thing yeah so I don't even know cleaners aren't even that much right well for a small house do they come fortnightly I don't even know look at me go I'm like when how often do cleaners come 